Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we come to y'all with a new episode. The new, the new, let the games begin. Um, we on day two of tampering period right now. Uh, yeah, and it seems like the Jets made some moves. We're going to talk about that very soon. But what's going on with you, Kyle? How you feeling? I said, I'm doing okay. Um... I said, I'm, I'm so far, you know, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far with some of these, um, some of these picks that, you know, Joe Douglas is looking, you know, to help improve the team. Um, and I said, I'm just, and just looking forward still to see what's, you know, what's to come in the, the upcoming days. And I think a lot of Jets fans are surprised because they didn't expect the moves to be made by Joe Douglas um, since the past, I guess, year or two, it hasn't been much, you know, it hasn't been much of an aggressive approach um, in the first two days. Um, but we're going to talk about, you know, the new Jets and the, uh, some of the Jets players that was already on the team signed back. Uh, we're going to start off with Barrios. Shout out to Krista, by the way, because she, I know she put on Twitter for like 78 days uh, for the Jets to sign him back. And then it actually happened. Um, 12 million, 7 million guaranteed, two-year deal. Um, how you felt about that deal, Kyle? And, and was it um, was it a much needed uh, for the Jets to bring back Barrios? Um, I was, yeah, I was definitely fine with the deal. Um, essentially, they, it seemed like they did pretty much what you know, I was saying from before and using the money that they got back from a, a Crowder, you know, to mm-hmm. use, utilize that money to, you know, uh, you know, to, to, to sign uh, Berrios. So, and yeah. the fact that it's a two-year deal, you know, that's definitely, um, you know, a plus for us because as I said, he's definitely, um, was a bit of a spark for us this this past season, and you know, I, I'm looking forward to him. You know, you know, doing even better this year now that he's you know had a a year under um, Lafleur's um, system. You know, and that's outside of what he was able to do on on special teams. Yeah, and for me, it's just the fact of yes, he had, he only had 400 receiving yards, but. Them past couple of games, the last few games of the season, you could see the chemistry with Berrios and Zach Wilson. Zach, Zach Wilson was very comfortable with Berrios, and Berrios not only is going to give you just receiving yards and the special teams, he also could be the guy that could do what uh, Debo Samuel does, which is the jet sweeps and the, the run plays, you know, and the trick plays when when it needs to happen. So. Basically, I think that deal needed to be done, and it was for a great price. I know it was like eight mil, nine million, but you know, to take it for six million a year is that's a hell of a deal. And Joe Douglas did not break the bank on that one. So, um, well, welcome back, Berrios. Um, also, I think uh, Telvin Coleman. I think Coleman signed back for another one year. I don't know the deal with that one, but uh, how are you feeling about that one? Because I know, per se, we uh, I don't know if they're going to try to draft a running back or what. But what you think about that one? Um, I'm not. I'm fine with it. Again, like he's someone that's familiar with um, the floor, the floor system, uh, and as if he didn't get much of a, he didn't get much exposure last year you know i guess due to injury mm-hmm. you know as well as the emergence of um michael carter so right. I, I definitely think bringing him back is a plus you know to have that veteran guy in the um have that veteran guy in the in the locker room in the, in the running back room um and honestly uh as far as the draft is concerned i don't think we really need to even be concerned about drafting a running back you know um this season because with coleman carter um we still have um ty johnson Johnson, right Mm -hmm. and and we also have um what was the other guy uh the rookie austin 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, who 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 showed, you know, showed a um yeah, awesome Walters. You know, he showed a bit of a, you know, spark when he got opportunities to play, you know, and even outside of him, we still have P Ryan, which I don't think he was a great fit, but he's still a body that, you know, we have available, you know, on the squad. So unless they look to replace him, I don't see, you know, any reason for us to even address running back, you know, this, right. this offseason or in the draft. All right. I agree with you. Um, Coleman seems like he seems comfortable. You know, I just think more more so it's about the blocking and protecting the quarterback more, but not just protecting the quarterback, but um, finding more ways to get, you know, for the running back to get more yards, like four yards to five yards to, to set up more to play action for Zach Wilson. And um, speaking of that, um, let's talk about Lakin uh, Thomason. He signed the three-year th- uh, $40 million deal with 30 million, no, 27 million guaranteed. Um, I think this was a wonderful um, sign-in, in my opinion, due to the fact of him, he's going, he's going to play right guard, but at the same time, he has played every snap in, I think, the last couple of years. So I think this was a great pickup. He already played with Salah and, and LaFleur. So I think this was a great pickup. How you felt about this pickup? Yeah, I'm I'm definitely fine with this pickup. Um, you know, them bringing bringing along one of the you know the guys that he's familiar with, you know, is a plus. He's a veteran guy. I think he's 30. You know, so that adds a little bit more experience to the offensive line. And I said, with that, I believe it it gives them some um, they gives them some maneuverability in terms of the offensive line because with um, him and Fant on the line, you can, you know, possibly look to move away from um, McGovern, who's, uh, you know, who's, I think, counting against the, the cap for this year for almost 10 million, you know? So if I believe if they release him, you know, they'll get back about 9 million. So mm-hmm. that you can get away, you can get away with getting rid of, you know, releasing him as a veteran guy because you you brought in Tomlinson. Correct, and just like I said, um, I think the biggest thing is for um, JD and JD and you know and Cole to protect uh, Wilson as much as possible, and and, and less hopefully you know hopefully. As fans, hopefully Wilson, you know, will flourish his game when that when that blocking is there for him. Um, and hopefully, Makai Beckton would lose the weight, you know, and 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 get back to get you know get get to basically himself. You got a fan that probably will play right tackle after the battle, but you know, let, let's see what happens. But I'm I'm very excited for this O line so far, um, and that also will let us know is that the Jets will not be drafting um, O-line with that number four pick. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But our next one is, what's the CJ, sorry, CJ Uzoma, three years, $24 million. I think this was a very good, solid pickup. I don't think the Jets are done with the tight end position. I think they might still draft one. Where? I don't know yet, but that's just my opinion. Um, what you think, Kyle? Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm fine with the uh, with this uh, with this signing. Uh, he's he's you know he had a breakout year in which you know he also gained um, a little bit of a Super Bowl experience. You know, yeah. with um, Cincinnati uh, making it to the Super Bowl this year, so. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm definitely fine with it, especially for, you know, the the money that they gave him. You know, looking in contrast, um, you know, looking at what like um the Jaguars paid uh Evan Ingram, you know, he's he's getting like nine million a year. So, to me, we're getting the better deal because of the the caliber of player that we're that we're bringing in. You know, so. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely fine, you know, with this pick. And like you said, um, 
the draft has a couple of um, tight ends that, you know, that's been making some headlines. So um, I, I absolutely wouldn't be surprised if they, they look to the draft to add one more guy, you know, to um, the crew that we have with, you know, Uzma and uh, Griffin and Yaboa. Yeah. And also, also, um, what I what I saw from uh, Twitter from uh, Chris Collinsworth and another another couple of guys they they said this this was a, a great signing for the Jets because he is a great uh great leader so basically he's coming in there with that leadership and that and that attitude you know the grit for this for this team this young team because the Jets are definitely a young team regardless um just a couple of veterans so. It's always good to have that. Even though C.J. Mosley is going to do it for the defense, it's good that um, Zoma is going to come in and do it for the offense and, and get their game right. So this was, this was a fantastic signing for uh, J.D. and the company. The next one, per se, uh, D.J. Reed from the Seahawks. Uh, three years, $33 million. Yeah, from, as I said, I'm not too familiar with him directly in terms of um you know his play but i know he was ranked if i'm not mistaken uh top 10 in dbs last year um yeah. according to pff so i think it was three i think it was three with a 78.6 okay so yeah um based on that you know getting getting a guy on the contract for um three years at roughly 11 a year for that caliber of um, player um, is definitely uh, a plus, especially with um, all of the, the issues that we've had in the, you know, in the secondary. So, yeah, um, I, I definitely like to pick up um, as, I know there's, there was a little couple more, you know, flashier names out there, but at the end of the day, I don't think Joe Douglas, um, you know, necessarily needs those type of um splashes if he's getting um quality uh caliber players i agree with you and also um i would still like to see them um maybe draft draft a cornerback i know we got hall and we got mc2 but i still it's you know i feel like not i don't know What's this? I like. I have watched a little bit of film from uh, DJ Reed um, playing against the Steelers per se, and he he definitely looked like he he's sharp with the man to man coverage, which he's going to be mostly doing. Um, I'm still trying to I'm still trying to figure out what's the situation in the cornerback. I know MC two is is decent, and Hall is 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 good on certain on certain days. Most days Hall is good, but. I, I just want to see what's going to happen. I was thinking maybe draft one, um, maybe not. Maybe you disagree with me, Kyle, but I was thinking maybe they should still draft one just in case. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, on board with, um, you know, looking for a corner. Um, like for, like I, I know one specific guy people have been talking about because of his combine is um, Sauce Gardner. Yes, um, <laughs> you know, and he's been coming up in a couple of mock drafts. Um, I've, I I watched a couple of you know highlights with him. Uh, I think I need a little bit watch a little bit more because the highlights that they had um, to me just didn't say enough. But just from what I was able to see, he he kind of reminds me of Antonio Cromartie. You know, mm. and having like a um, big body corner that has a, a long stride to him, you know, when he runs um, with a little bit of a ball hawk mentality. So, yeah, he, he definitely that's who, you know, so far from what I've seen him, he reminds me of Marty. Um, and also he could play man to man and zone for what I know from uh, yeah. Sauce Gardner, which I which I like very much. Um I think also, uh, let me say, let me think. Uh, now, when we talk about Cromarty, we talking about the Chargers Cromarty or the Jets Cromarty that just came with uh, the Rail Weavers. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just talking about in general, like just, just in general. Gotcha, gotcha. The way he, moves, the way he plays, he kind of reminds me 
of of you know Cromartie, just like in stature. You know, I don't, I, I didn't see enough of his film to say exactly what type of um skill set, you know, yeah. goes along with that. But just from what I seen, just that's just what he reminded me of. Makes makes a lot of sense, and um. I know that we made another a good sign-in, which was safety Jordan Whitehead. Um, Marcus Williams was on the table, but I think Williams wanted sixteen to seventeen million dollars out of the, um, the Jets, JD. So they just let Marcus Williams go to the Ravens, which was a five-year. I think it was a seventy million dollar deal, uh, but. Instead, we went with Jordan Whitehead, and the deal was, I would say, it was a it was a great deal, as a matter of fact. It was, it was like a two-year deal. Yeah, two-year, 14. Yes, which is a hell of a deal. Um, and I heard that uh, Jordan Whitehead is a hard hitter, but he's, but he's good on the safety. So that means Marcus, more than likely, Marcus May might, might be gone. Yeah. Uh, I I don't see them spending that type of money on on May at this point, especially Agree. with them re-signing um, Will Parks and Lamarcus um, Joiner. Yes, you know, so adding Whitehead to the mix, and you know, then they have the potential of, you know, maybe making a, a big splash in the draft and drafting Kyle Hamilton, which you know everyone's talking about. He's you know. A unicorn for his position so i don't uh, think it's gonna happen um i heard pinnock they 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 trying to uh make pinnock change to safety too make him play safety mostly instead of a uh, cornerback that's yeah i i i actually was thinking about that from last year wondering if it, you know if they should make that you know conversion for him you know based on what i was looking at him from college yeah but um so yeah, so if that's the case, then you know there's still um, Marcus mm-hmm. May is still out of the picture at this point. Yeah, I think he's out of the picture and picture. Maybe it's the same for um the Ashton Davis, maybe not. But uh, I don't think he's still on the contract. So he's still on the contract, right? But yeah. you know how that goes when it goes to um <laughs> the preseason and with all the cuts that goes that goes on. Um. If Marcus Joyner can stay healthy and Pinnock and and Will Parks and these guys do good, then you know it might be might might be a done deal for Ashton Davis too because we you know we always see those surprises. Yeah. So, yeah, this is kind of critical. So now, so now we speak more. We spoke more on these a little more on these guys. Um, I think that changes the game plan on what. JD might might go with for four and ten. I think um I think I think for uh a lot of for what I'm seeing from beat writers and and a lot of Jets fans, they feel like they might go with edge for number four and wide receiver for number ten. Uh could you agree with that? Um honestly I I was I would really like to see what else they do and um you know, in free agency before yeah. I really dive down into say what they um, would do in the draft. Um, because like, for example, um, I'm just, I'm just seeing now that uh, they, uh, they did a contract extension for Nathan Shepard. So he's back. Oh, wow. I'm shocked. You know? I thought Shepard was gone. Well, you remember with um, Patokasi gone, yeah, they're, they're gonna need bodies. So. Somebody, right? <laughs> so, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so signing Shepard, you know, resigning Shepard, you know, you know, it seems like a, you know, a, a thing that they would have needed to do, you know, to go along with that. They they still have um, you know, the, also the rookie from last year, um, Jonathan Marshall there, so they have a couple of guys on the inside, you know, that they, at least to build with. So. Um, it's still it, it's still good to see you know like again what they're um what they're going to plan on doing further you know in free agency. Yeah, and the crazy thing you know the crazy thing is the crazy thing was is that Nathan Shepard is the only one 
for Mac that got a second contract. Marcus May doesn't count because he got franchise tagged. He didn't get an actual contract. So mm. Nathan Shepard was the only one that survived. <laughs> yeah. So shout yeah. out to uh, Nathan Shepard for, for, you know, for still being on the team. Yeah. He's, um, but I said, I, it, I think it's because of, because he's a, he's more of a reserve guy. Right, you know that played well when he did, you know, need to, um, you know, fill in at times. Uh, I think that's what helped him to stay along. But I don't see him, you know, being put in any sort of major role to say, okay, well, we're handing you the reins over to, you know, be one of the marquee guys in our <laughs> on our defensive line. You know, I just think that right. because of how solid of a backup he was, helped him to. Um, to stay because if he was any better, then chances are someone else would have offered him a bigger contract like Fado Kasi and we would have had to let him go. Correct. Um, do you have any details on uh Nathan Shepard's deal? Um no, I haven't seen anything because this this seemed to it have developed to just happen, right? Yeah, within the last hour or so, so I don't see any um I don't see any uh details as to what the the contract is right let me see i'm gonna try to look for it real quick it just said they they resigned them so no details on that when we figure out more we'll let you we'll let y'all know but nathan, nathan shepherd is back um like i said congratulations to nathan shepherd uh yeah so it gets it gets crazy so of course we got the these the sean watson uh details update no no criminal charges will be against him um but more than likely he means he's going to get traded tomorrow and it seems like he's going to be on the saints now what kind of deal is the what kind of deal is the texans going to take to to uh put watson basically to have watson on the team because i know the saints was working on these contracts to i guess bring him in but also, what what is Watson going to bring to that Saints team? Um, that should be, I said, that's going to be interesting because it's not going to be the same Saints team because um, Sean Payton is not going to be the guy there, you know? I agree. So I'm, for, you know, for Watson's sake, I'm not sure if that's the best place that he would want to go, you know, like it's, it's hard to say, like he would, I think he would probably be better suited. Um, honestly, I think he would be better off in Carolina. And here's the, here's part of the reason why is because one, I would say not so much personnel-wise, you know, because uh, the Saints were are better off in terms of a team-wise than Carolina was last year. Um, yeah. But, you know, Carolina also didn't have the greatest of quarterback play, you know, which, you know, hurt them, you know. But I think from a PR standpoint, Carolina would be the best place because I don't think a lot of the the negative press that, you know, his whole situation had would carry over well there, or carry over to there because of his ties with um, Clemson. You know, he's, he's, he's a hero there <laughs> in terms of college. So for them to get him back, I think they would open him with open arms and totally not even have what went on with them in the back burner, whereas with the Saints, you know, I'm not sure if his stardom would be enough for them not to have to do a lot of um, a lot of PR work to for people to accept the fact that he's on the team now. Um, I, I, I hear you. Um, I think I think the Saints are is a is a is probably going to be a um a great choice. Reason why you uh you come in, Michael Thomas, Camara, 
Uh, you bring in a guy like uh, Lazard from um, you can bring in a guy like Lazard from the Packers or whichever number number two uh, five receiver per se um, Landry or you could do Landry as well and you can set Watson up you know to, to win play you know go to the playoffs um, I don't it's something about Kristen McCaffrey hell of a running back but I, I'm not, I'm not, okay. Watson would be better off. I think, the, I think New Orleans would, would welcome him with open arms. I think it's just the fact of the matter is that the case, the, that now that the case is, is slowing down, you know, I, I just think that if you, if you want to bring uh, Watson in a win now situation and try to see what's going on, bring him to New Orleans, uh, there will be, you know, the next best quarterback. Uh, <laughs> you lose Drew Brees. You see what happens without Drew Brees with Hill and, and Winston. It's not Winston's fault he got injured, but, you, like, let's be honest. <laughs> Watson is um, better off, you know. Watson is just better is better than those two those two put together. And if he goes to Carolina, I don't I don't think the Texans would want um Sam Darnold per se. Right. Especially if they got uh Davis Mills. Hopefully I got this right. Uh <laughs> this week. But um especially with Davis Mills doing doing this thing. Um Davis Mills was playing wonderful before the end of the season for the Texans. I don't think they, I don't, they stuck with Donald. And you know, Donald, I mean, Donald, he's always been great, a great sportsmanship man. But at the same time, he's he not going to want to ride the bench looking at uh, Watson. Might, might cause some uh, conflict in the locker room of Carolina. So maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, Kyle. I said at the end of the day, I would say it's it's to be seen once once the 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 trade gets I guess to any team you know what I mean I think once it goes to any team you'll get a better gauge of how he's going to be accepted because you know the media is definitely going to be you know all ears to see what people are going to be saying once that move happens. I agree. I, I definitely agree with you on that one. And when we um, hopefully by next week we'll be able to finally talk about talk about it and and hopefully um we'll figure it out. Um maybe Washington will still get suspended by the NFL per se, you know, due to the cases still going on because that happened with Ben Roethlisberger and a couple of other players per se. They got suspended for I think six games. Um was it? I think it was about four to six games. It was one of the two. Yeah, I, I can't remember what what that but NFL is still investigating the case. So Watson so Watson probably won't won't be starting there immediately, but if so, it'll be very very surprising. But we'll figure we'll we'll find out. When we find out, you know, we'll let y'all know. Um let let's talk a little bit of free agency. Um uh Mr. Randy Gregory. Cause <laughs> uh, some confusion down there in Denver, uh, not even in Denver, in Dallas. Yeah. Say so he was coming back to Dallas, and then all of a sudden, Denver says, "Surprise! No, it's us." Uh, <laughs> and now, and now, Dallas has um, got high interest in Von Miller. So, <laughs> what what's what's going on with that situation, Kyle? Because I just thought it was crazy. He he pulled the Anthony Barr. Yeah. That's what I was definitely gonna say that when I when I heard uh when I heard that happen, I was like, oh, it's an Anthony Barr situation all over again. All uh, right. <laughs> and they said surprisingly it wasn't, you know, a Viking, a Viking and Jet situation. Because that's when it normally seems to happen, you know, since it happened to us twice. <laughs> right. And you know? also I just think that the Vike, I just think that, you know. I think it's a different situation. Mac was just trying to pay all that money. Joe Douglas wouldn't have dealt with it. It's like either you with us or you're not. That's just it. But yeah, Randy Gregory pulled a hell of a move. Um, if Von Miller does join Dallas, uh, 
what can what can Von Miller bring to that uh, Dallas team? Uh, he well, he definitely um, brings uh, a veteran leadership. You know, he's um, you know, and that that just a good outside pressure. You know what I mean? Like he's he's still, you know, he's not as young as he used to be, but you know, you've seen in the in the Super Bowl, he was um still very um serviceable in terms of um getting pressure on the quarterback you know he made a couple of plays where uh you know it forced barrow into some you know some situations that ended up in negative plays so um i definitely think yeah it's it's not a it's not a bad move by dallas you know especially you know with jerry jones you know he likes to um the big name players, you know, so. Right. Let's yeah. see who, you know, I, I'm wondering who else, you know, he might bring along. Cause I, I know there was rumblings about um, possibly uh, going after um, the Prez. Oh, oh, Mr. Uh, Jamal Adams. Yeah. So <laughs> they, don't, they don't need them because they signed uh, Malik Hooker. Yeah, Hooker. I don't know. He's he's uh. He's, I mean, he's, he's not the best kind of, choice, but yeah. Yeah, and like I said, at that at that point, you know, who's to say when they bring um if they were to bring Adams on, if he would still be in that safety role? You know, they might say, "Look, you can come play with us, but we want you to play weak side." <laughs> right. You know, that makes and, sense. For it to be Jerry Jones saying it, it might carry a little bit more weight than another team asking him to to do it. So, right, and you know, and also speaking of that, with Dallas, uh, Dallas traded Amari Cooper to the Browns for fifth and sixth rounder. Um, I know certain some some Jets fans was was mad about this trade, but. I was happy to just didn't make no moves on Cooper and it's not him as a player because he's, he's decent. It's the fact of his contract. The Jets only had 48.9, I think close to 45, 49 million per se. You take that $20 million contract. We was, they wasn't, JD wasn't going to be able to get the players that he gotten. You know, and and you still got to remind remind us we still got the draft, so who knows what other moves is going to happen, but um, but also it kind of puts a puts uh a little uh with the Browns because that the Browns was in talks with Deshaun Watson. What's what's that? What's that mean going with Baker Mayfield? Because if Deshaun Watson was to pick the Browns, which is not going to happen. And, you know, that basically they would have to trade Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield wouldn't be the starter. And also Baker Mayfield, he's going to be, he's, he's probably pissed off, <laughs> you know, just because of that. Because how are you going to say that he's the starter coming into the season, but you're still trying to trade for a top five quarterback? <laughs> yeah. That's it. They're... Their situation is interesting because I said they they let go Landry after you know after bringing in Cooper, which mm-hmm. I said I, I I don't like I kind of understand, but Landry has been a solid guy for for many of years. So yes, to, to let go of somebody like that, you know, to to me is a bit odd. But maybe there was some issues between him and management or just how things are being done there. So, you know, mm-hmm. they let him go. But yeah, that 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 trade off, I don't know how well it's gonna work out for them. I I don't know neither. And we don't know what to expect from Baker Mayfield this season because this is kind of like a, a a kind of a do or die situation for him. Because I'm not I'm not saying that as oh he's gonna die, but I'm just saying this is kind of like a make or break. I'm gonna say make or break, make it better, make a break situation because of the fact of the matter is that if Baker Mayfield doesn't show up and they don't go back to the AFC Championship game like they did two years ago, 
that I don't see Baker Mayfield staying with the Browns, and I don't see the Browns keeping him. You know? Yeah. It's 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 a weird situation. Yeah, I think um this would be his fifth year. Um under the the option that I think he would be playing on. Because did they they didn't extend him, right? No. Yeah. So yeah, so he's actually playing out his fifth year option. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this goes because yeah, um, yeah, is it like I said, it, it'll be interesting to see how this goes. See, because if he doesn't perform, he's definitely um they'll be probably looking to move on from him. Yeah. Um and also they have uh released the uh the center, uh JC Treader. Um which is which he's still um for what I heard top three um center wise. So I don't I don't know what the Browns uh plan is. So but we'll figure it out very soon. But this but it's kind of crazy to me. This is kind this is crazy. Um let's uh let's let's move along, man. Um we got some I guess we got some surprises from the from the Jaguars. Um Jaguars decide they want to do the Patriot way to spend all their money on on these guys, uh including Fadukasi with three years, $30 million, especially the Kristen Kirk. I think the Kristen Kirk uh, contract was the one that got me because I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, I I wasn't expecting him to get that that kind of money. Um, but I guess, you know, it's kind of like how, you know, the Jets situation was when you're a bad team and you need people to come there to you know, help your team, you're going to have to probably pay a little bit more to get people to, um, you know, decide that they'll, they'll at least test the market or not to but test the market, but test the, their, um, their luck with uh, joining a team that's, you know, less than desirable. So. Mm. Right. But, but they, but Chris, come on, really though, Kristen Kurt, Four years, eighty-four million dollars. That's crazy. I, I would have, I, if they would have gave it to Allen Robinson, I would have said fine. Allen, when when healthy, Allen Robinson is a is a good wide receiver. But but Kurt though, ugh. Ugh. Think, think about it. honestly, if you if you look back at you know what the Jets did, you don't think that was a lot of money to give Corey Davis. What was Corey Davis' contract? I forgot. What was it like? A four year and some. Uh... Uh, I think I have it. I have it up here. Um, it was three years, thirty-seven point five. On twenty-seven guaranteed. That's yes. Yeah. Uh, I I I would say that that's not bad for the for the season that he played before injury. It was only like what twelve million dollars. I I know it's a reach, but Kristen Kirk was a, was a hell of a reach, and he's come and he came off for seventy catches, not even a thousand yards. Yeah, but he, remember he was also there with some pretty good receivers around him. So for him to still get seventy catches, <laughs> you know, that means you know he was he's he was able to you know, get himself into the offense, you know, because mm. think about who they, like, who they had there. You know, they, they had, um, you know, Hop. They had uh, Green. They had, um, who else? Um, Hop, Green, um, Isabella. Right. So, you know what I mean? Like, he's, there's, there's a lot of targets they have there. So, 70 nah. catches. Right, I understand it, but it's just for for a slot. He's a he's a slot receiver, right? Yeah, he's a, I know he's on the smaller side. I don't know if he's specifically for the slot, like if he specifically plays the slot. But I know he's. I'm not saying he's one of the smaller guys. So yeah, uh, we'll we'll see if he's worth that money. But the Jaguars decide to spend, you know, and yeah, they. 
it's desperate times for desperate measures for 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 the Jags. So it is what it is. Um, it is what it is. But I understand it though. I well, listen. I think I think they paid more money for Tremaine Johnson, true, than than Corey Davis. Now, now you have to agree with me on that one. Yeah. Yeah, the Tremaine Johnson thing was definitely one of the yes. worst landings that yes. uh, <laughs> the Jets, that the Jets was, have done in quite some years. It was a reach. Um, so yeah, uh, I can't even I can't even argue. It was it was a five year seventy two point five. Yeah, it was five year seventy two point five mil contract. Right, especially with the productivity that. You know, they got it out of them. So, right, hell of a reach. It was a hell of a reach with True. I'd rather pay Corey Davis that little 10, 12, 12 million than giving Tremaine Johnson almost $20 million a year. We had to deal with that until last season. So, uh, thank God that's over with. But <laughs> yeah, um, other than that, uh, was do you have any winners uh do you have any teams as winners of uh free agency so far of of the tampering period um honestly i would say right now who who i think probably made the biggest the biggest upside changes to their team would probably be the Chargers. Agree. You know, they definitely added some pieces that um, should be uh, should be significant upgrade, you know, to their team, you know. So, and as they, as honestly, you know, they had to with um, with uh, Russell Wilson coming into the division. So, yeah. Um, it makes sense for them to have made some of the moves that they made. I, I agree with you on that one. I'm, I agree with you 100. Um, percent For me, oh man, it was it was some things that happened, but then again, it was some I probably scratched my head. Um, one deal that I actually like, um, which most people probably won't agree with me. But I did talk about this. I know you didn't agree with me too much, Kyle. But I said, Mitch Trubisky, Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I actually like the deal. Um, two years. I think it was seventeen point five million. Would uh could go up to twenty seven million. Um, but I actually like that deal. Um, Trubisky got much to prove, and we'll see. We'll see. You know what he could do with Pittsburgh. You know, and if he could do something, that would be a total still for them. So it's not a it's not a um a love loss. If he doesn't do good this season, you get rid of him, you draft a quarterback, and you and you start from the trenches. You know, but you can't start Mason Rudolph. You just can't do that. No. I would rather have Mr. Trubisky. I, I would I well, maybe not, but I I I would I I, I thought Mr. Trubisky get another chance and that, and I spoke on this last week. Um, I did speak on that last week uh, about Mr. Trubisky possibly going to Pittsburgh. I didn't expect it to really happen, though. But <laughs> shout out to Mitch. Um, shout out to Pittsburgh for that. Also, uh, also, um, just the player, the player that's winning in my eyes is uh, Terod Taylor with that contract he got from the Giants. Yeah, I saw that the uh, the Giants picked him up. I didn't exactly see what the, um, the details. Oh, you didn't see the. Oh my God, I think I think it was two years, seventeen point five million. Oh, okay. I think I think that's what the contract was. If I if I recall, no, it was two years, eleven million, with eight point five million guaranteed. The deal could reach seventeen million. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm actually happy for Tyrod because just knowing the situation that he was in and uh, getting losing the opportunity that he had based on a freak accident, mm-hmm. which you know that that sidelined him and made way for for Herbert. You know, um, I'm glad to see that he's um, 
getting another opportunity. Yeah, he could definitely get a, another chance if Daniel Jones don't do what he's supposed to do. So they, so this is basically a make or break for uh for him too for Jones. You know, especially with a new coaching system like uh Brian Dabo and whoever he brings in with him. You know, so yeah, this is make or break for Daniel Jones too. Um, well, we may say uh. The lose loser. Who you who you got? Uh which team you got for the loser of the um what I'm about to say of the uh tampering period? Um honestly, I said I I, I can't really think of any losers at this point. I said I think it's just really too early. Um uh, I, I will point out this. Uh, someone made mention to uh, a certain quarterback whose uh, whose career um, numbers is pretty much five hundred percent in terms of winning percentage. Oh, I know what you're talking about because that was the team I was going to pick too. <laughs> but, um, but and he just keeps getting paid. Thirty-five million. All your all your money on your contract is guaranteed. Yeah, he's 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 made over two hundred and fifty-six million dollars in his career, which is astonishing to me. I thought Sam Bradford was bad, but yeah, this guy. Gosh, that, oh my God! <laughs> but I think I would rather have Kirk Cousins over uh Sam Bradford, though. So I I I I can't complain on that. But at yeah. the same time, yeah, those those two quarterbacks ripped ripped off, yeah. ripped off some organizations. Yeah, and I they think yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. I, I was saying, I was just agreeing with you, bro. That that's, that's crazy. <laughs> I think the whole thing, uh, Kyle, is that with Kirk Cousins, his problems is that he couldn't beat teams over that five hundred mark. Yep. That's the only problem. If Kirk Cousins could do that, I think I think he'll be more talked about as in um potentially close to top five. But at this point, if he can't do that, then there's there's no point. Yeah, you got great numbers, but the numbers don't say nothing if the wins is not on the table. You know? Yeah. And I said it's it's especially it especially um, I guess gets magnified mm. um, at least for the past year or so because of who he's had. You know what I mean? Um, Thielen and Jefferson, I don't know who if you could get two better wide receivers to throw to at this point. So, you know what I mean? Like, if you can't win with those guys, like, should you even be a quarterback? Then? <laughs> but right, right. Then yeah, that's that's what we starting to see. But I was, I like I said, I just scratched my head on that contract, and I was just like, "All right, um, <laughs> that's how we getting down." So there you have it. <laughs> but other other than that, I think I think the Jets. Other than that, um, before we go, I think the Jets is off to a, a great start. Um, hopefully the draft we can we can maybe do an exclusive um we 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 got some plans coming up trust me it's going to be very exciting um but i think hopefully if the jets can execute the draft i think we got something to really talk about for this season coming up but it's too early to tell right now um i think my grade for so far would be maybe a a a minus because i because i still want to see I still want to. I want to see how they perform in the season before I give them a higher grade. But I, I definitely would give 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 Joe Douglas an A minus. Um, came aggressive, but also gave deals at at a good rate and didn't break bank. So I would give it an A minus per se. Yeah. Um. At this point, as I said I, I would I would give the off season. I'm saying uh, a solid B. You know, leaning towards a B plus. You know, for a lot of the same reasons that you're talking about. Right. Um, I'm definitely 
uh, would like to see them, you know, address the linebacker position at some point in time. But I think that's a major concern from us. Um, yeah, I know, agree. But um, so far with the pick that they've gotten, I, like I'm, I said, I'm content with them and look forward to see what they're going to do. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, and that's it for our podcast. Um, thank y'all for joining us. Oh, go right ahead, Kyle. Nah, just a, just a quick shout out because as I, even though it's it's off topic in terms of sports, um, just to to give a quick shout out for the um, the, the the passing of Razor Ramon, you know, for yeah, the wrestling the rest out there. Yes, he he definitely was an icon in terms of uh, you know, the 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 wrestling scene, and you know, it's unfortunate he. You know, he went the way he was. You know, he had some some personal issues that you know helped helped him to get to the point where he eventually passed. But you know, just condolences to you know his and the, to the family and all the fans that you know know of him and loved him over the years. Yes, definitely. Rest in peace, uh, Razor Ramon, bad guy, um, <laughs> NWO. You know and just and you know it just shows us that um life is too short um whatever whatever any of us go through uh family whatever it is we need to show support we need to you know love love each other you know and that's why uh, i'll you know for, for the just fans that listen to us and for the you know y'all y'all you know y'all like y'all like the family because you know, like yes, we get mad and sometimes we feel happy, but we all we all suffer and we all rock the green and white at the end of the day. So, you know, that's my love for y'all. But um and we do this for y'all every week. So this is this is dedication for us, you know, but it also this is a hobby and this is something that we love to do for y'all. So um that's it for our episode. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast and um Facebook, sorry, Facebook at mm-hmm. NY Jets fans. You can search for the group. Search for the group. I promise y'all, sometime soon, I am gonna revamp that page, and 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 we're gonna try to get some. We're gonna try to get some of y'all to like the page, and we're gonna put some updates and everything like that. Um, we do this for y'all every week. Until next week, we take a flight. Flight.